You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. This is the Mark K Show. I'm so stoked because... Oh, wait, that was my fault. I should have. I was too busy talking about, to Josh about this house he shouldn't buy. Hang on, I'm so stoked because. Oh, maybe, maybe we'll. It's Friday! <laughs> wow, it feels like it's a Monday after that debacle. What's up? It's uh, it's Mark K. Thanks for joining me. 855-765-104. A lot of crazy stuff going on here. First of all, this spelling bee. I drive, here's what happens. When I drive into work, the first thing I do is I turn on the news. And I try to listen to see. I try to listen to see, you know, what the big news of the day is, what could be happening, what we might talk about. And I hear Adam Kirk, really good, who's filling in for Rich Jones, who I guess didn't want to come to work today. Uh, I heard Adam Kirk, and he was telling this story about the Scripps National Spelling Bee ending in an eight-way tie. An eight-way tie. They had these eight kids in the 94-year history of this National Spelling Bee. There's never been an eight-way tie. And what happened was they had to – they ran out of words, basically. <laughs> they, they, had, they had so many kids going over and over. They all knew how to spell all these words. They went uh, – went, it was ridiculous. It was something like 47 words in, a, in, in 20 rounds. Not one kid missed one. And at the end of it, they all said, hey, guys, um, we're all out of words. The, the Scripps National Spelling Bee – get this – ran out of words now i'm no expert on words but i'm pretty sure there's a lot of words. i mean this thing's been around for 94 years you ran out of words so they just they split the trophy they all like have a hand on the trophy and i think they all get fifty thousand dollars i don't know if was that the grand prize and they just had to come up with more grand prizes for everyone or did they split like the big pool did we okay we're gonna google that we're gonna figure it out but basically they said we can't we can't hold the contest anymore because we, were, we ran out of words, so we're just stopping, which to me is bizarre. I feel like – I feel two things. First of all, I don't think there should ever be an eight-way tie for anything because really it, it, that's ridiculous. You should always fight, especially if it's a championship or if it's some kind of – you know, uh, like, like it's the finale. You want to make sure that you have a way to figure out who's the best. Who, if you have to go to overtime after overtime after overtime, you keep playing until somebody wins the gosh darn game. Eight ways is ridiculous. And second of all, if you're a spelling bee, I feel like you should come prepared with enough words. I just don't feel like in this day and age, you should run out of words if you're putting on a spelling bee. It's like, you know, NASCAR doesn't go, sorry, guys, race is over. We ran out of track. I mean, they just go around in a circle over and over again. But I feel like there's I feel like they could have started it. Maybe there's words that those kids didn't spell that other kids did. I feel like you could you know, could revert back to some of the old just start making words up at that point. 
I I don't understand how that happened. Maybe I'm wrong. 855-765-1045. But I'm not a big believer in ties. I did not the kind that you wear around your neck, although I don't I don't really wear those either. But I would I would say you should definitely keep fighting. Keep, if there's anything we learned from uh, from the 2000 election, it's you never give up. You keep fighting. You keep counting. You keep suing people until you become president of the United States. And if it has to go all the way to the, the Supreme Court, then gosh, gosh, by golly, it goes all the way to the Supreme Court. In fact, I tied once. And this was really annoying because I feel like it, in an event where there's a spelling bee or a basketball game or softball or curling or whatever, where you can actually get a score, you know, where you where people can become eliminated, then to me, it makes no sense to have a tie. There are other competitions that are more, let's say, subjective, uh, you know, floor competitions for ballet or 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 ice skating, because, you know, you have judges that are that are judging you on your marks and your this and that and your performance and your showmanship and whatever. I won an award a long time ago. It was the only award I ever won for radio. And it was so long ago that my wife told me to to put the trophy away because it was embarrassing. It was 2001. And I won this award and it was for best radio person in life or something. I don't even remember what it was for. But I went up there and I tied with the Grease Man, who a lot of people around here remember. We weren't here. We were both in D.C. at the time. But I tied with the Grease Man. So we both went up there and we both got an award that said the best radio person ever in life. And I thought to myself, this just this basically just devalues the entire because clearly it says the best, meaning one. And there's two of us up here at the podium. And sure, love the Grease Man. He's a great guy. He's very entertaining. He's worked hard. But clearly we can't both be the best. The word the best means there is no one better. You are better than everyone else. And so to me, I, I feel I felt, again, they should have had they come to some conclusion that, hey, you know, Mark Hayes really funny. The Grease Man's pretty funny, too. We just can't decide. Let's just give them both awards. To me, that's a cop-out. I mean, I'm glad I won the award, because let's be honest. If they took it to, like, a second or third round, I probably would have lost. And then I wouldn't have a 17-year-old award to display on my desk that my wife could say, that's embarrassing, please put that away. It tells people the last time you won an award was 18 years ago. But I digress. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. I just can't believe. I just can't believe that they... That they ran out of words. I'm also a little shocked that these kids know how to spell these days because every time I get like an email from somebody who's under the age of 20, all the words are misspelled. They're just using letters and play, you know, instead of A-R-E, it's just R instead of Y-O-U, it's just U. Uh, you know, and I get like that's the that's the cool that's how you do it when you're on your text message. But now people are using that in actual email messages. They use it in correspondence. You know, I get I get text messages or I get email from uh, from the salespeople here at the building that are like, are you the letter R, the letter U here on Monday? And then I write back, no, it's spelled correctly because I know how to spell. And it, it's it's really kind of bizarre. So. To me, the fact that so many different kids, eight different kids, can spell all these different words correctly to the point where they run out of words at the Scripps National Spelling Bee, I mean, that does say a lot, too. And I'm not saying that the kids shouldn't be rewarded, but they should keep battling it out. It should be like a fight to the death. You know, it's like UFC. Two men go into the cage or two women go into the cage. Only one climbs out victorious. There's only one belt. There's only one. Uh, what's the uh, the football one? There's only one Lombardi trophy. Right. The Super Bowl only goes to one team. And if you have a tie, you go to overtime. And if you have a tie at the end of the overtime, you go to another overtime. Uh, but if you're Tom Brady, you end. There's never more. There's only, there's never more than one 
one overtime. And let's face it, he's probably he's probably going to be there again this year. 855-765-1045. Pam is on the line from uh, Flagler Beach. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, doing great, Pam. What do you want to say about the uh, script spelling bee here? I just wanted to comment. If you're you're talking about the eight-way tire, reminded me of a a joke a comedian once said about uh, the population of China. He says, "Imagine being a one in a million guy in China. There's a million more guys like you." <laughs> That's very funny. Hey, <laughs> thanks. I thought it was. No, I like that. I like that. I like that. If you're one in a million in China. That's that's not at all that's not at all a compliment. Eight five five seven. Now, if you're the best in China at anything, you definitely are a cut above. Abs a one thousand percent. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. Maybe we'll do a little spelling. You know, maybe we'll do our own little spelling. We haven't done weekend review spelling bee in a while. Should we do that? Okay. All right. Josh is nodding. Uh, yeah, he's very busy working, so he's not going to talk. Okay, why don't we do this? Why don't we kick off, since it's Friday, before we get into the hard-fought news info, before we talk about these baby changing tables that they want to force every restaurant downtown to install, before we talk about Donald Trump and Bob Mueller again for like two hours, before we get into Disney boycotting Georgia over this abortion ban, before we get into any of that, why don't we Why don't we give some stuff away? We'll play a little Week in Review Spelling Bee. If you're up on your current events and you're a pretty decent speller, Give us a buzz, 855-765-1045, and we'll, well, I promise we won't run out of words. We'll be prepared, 855-765-1045. It's the Markation. We'll play next on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Markation. My name's Mark K. It's Friday. That's exciting, 855-765-1045. And uh, we're going to get hot and heavy here in just a minute. We're going to get you all the news. We're going to talk a little bit about this. Oh, the, the government's trying to get into your kids' diapers. They want to make. They want to force everybody downtown who opens a new business, whether it's a restaurant or a or a, a bar or whatever, to to put changing tables in both the men's and the ladies' room. And uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see if a lot of people are for it. A lot of people are like, "Hey, just change your baby on the street," like I did. Some people, when it comes to baby changing, some people do some really bizarre things, and and we'll get into that too. But first, uh, we're talking about the National Scripps Spelling Bee, or the Scripps National Spelling Bee. They had an eight-way tie, which I think is ridiculous. You should never run out of words if you're holding a spelling bee. And to show them how it's done, we're going to do one. We're going to do one right now. We've got uh, two contestants on the phone. Steve is in Orange Park. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Let's doing, get it. Oh, right, let's get it going. And then Patrick is in St. Augustine. How you doing, Patrick? Good. How you doing? Good. All right. So here's how this works, guys. Uh, first of all, we're gonna swear you, swear to us you're not googling anything. Swear on my heart. Oh, look at that. That's very sweet. I appreciate it. You guys are you guys are good guys. Uh, of course, you could be lying, and I, we'd never know. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a word, and this is a weekend review trivia word, which means it's something that if you listen to the show or stay abreast of news, that kind of thing, you'd be aware of it. And for every every word you spell correctly, you get a point. If you spell it incorrectly, however, don't say anything because your opponent will then get a chance to compete. You guys got it? All right, perfect. All right. So, hold on one second. Steve, are you in like a, are you in some kind of like refinery or something? Uh, I'm standing next to Blaney Boulevard. Oh, you see what I'm, uh, yeah, I work right here next to Blaney. Oh, you one of those like sign spinners or something? No, I'm a little battery guy, but I'm really close to the sidewalk. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. No, just keep walking. You'll be good. All right, uh, Steve, we're going to start with you. Are you ready for your first word? Come on. Here we go. Your first word is Muller, as in Bob Muller gave a very confusing and biased report to the media the other day. Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Mueller. Mueller. Is that, I believe, M-U-E-L-L-E-R? Correct. That is correct. 
Why are you Why are you giving me a thumbs down? I did not hear the first E. Well then don't. I'm sorry. Well then don't thumbs down if you don't. You're confusing me. Yeah, don't uh, thumbs down. Sorry. Me. Yeah, that sorry, is correct. Come on. Bravo. Come on. All right, good. Good job. You're on the board. All right, uh, Patrick, you ready with your first word? Yes, sir. Your first word is tariffs, as in Donald Trump just slapped some tariffs on Mexico. That would be T-A-R-I-F-F-S. That is correct, too. Look at that. You guys are you guys are smarter than a fifth grader. Uh, all right, here we go. Back to you, Steve. Your second word. Are yes, you sir. ready? Yes. It's Buttigieg, as in oh. Mayor Pete Buttigieg is running for president. Oh, I had never seen that one. Oh, no. That's I'm going to go with B-O-O-T-Y-J-U-D-G-E, Buttigieg. Wouldn't it be great if that was the way he spelled it? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's not it. That's not it, but I, I do I give you an A for effort. Uh, Patrick, Buttigieg. B-U-T-T-I-E-G-E-G. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. It is B-U-T-T-I-G-I-E-G. Buttigieg. Although booty judge is also kind of cool. All right, so the score is one-to-one. Patrick, you're next. Your word is millennial, as in a lot of millennials vote for Democrats. M-I-L-L-E-N-I-A-L. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Bill, millennial. Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bill, or Steve, pardon me. Well, that's how I would have spelled it, too, but oh. I'll try again. Millennial, M-I-L-L-E-N-I-E-L. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. What about L-E? Oh, it's too late. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L. There's two L's and two N's. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Those crazy millennials. Uh, all right, that's okay. Look, it's still one-to-one. You guys are you guys are doing fine. Here we go. Uh, we're back to you, Steve. Nadler is your clue, as in Jerry Nadler is the chairman of the Congressional Judiciary Committee. Nadler, N A. D-D-L-E-R? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. I mean, that's incorrect. Uh, Patrick Nadler. N-A-D-L-E-R. That is correct. Nicely done. Uh, it's two to one. And Patrick, this is, uh, you can put it away right here. If you spell this word correctly, you win. If not, Steve gets a chance to tie it up, in which case... We need another word because we just ripped on the Scripps National Spelling Bee uh, for not having enough words uh, to get a winner. Are you ready, Patrick? Yes, sir. Your word is ocelot. Ocelot. I have no idea what it means, but it was one of the words that all eight of the Scripps Spelling Bee contestants got correct. Ocelot. Repeat it one more time. Ocelot. F-S-L-A-U-G-H-D? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Hear you. That is incorrect. Steve, Ocelot. Ocelot. Uh, actually, I watched it. Uh, oh, you did? Oh, then you should know yeah, it, Yeah, I think I do. O-C... <laughs> Try... <laughs> sorry, my finger slipped. Try one more time. What's that? Try one more time. And also, Mark, uh, it... It's pronounced Auslaut. Oh, whatever. Because you're supposed to say that with the cat, Auslaut. O-C-E. 
L O T. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, the answer is A U S L A U T. What is it? Oslot? Oslot. Oslot, whatever. Final well, position. He did spell Oslot like the animal correctly. Congratulations, Patrick. You have won uh, the Week in Review Spelling Bee with a score of 2-1. to one. See, that's how you do it. You keep going until you get a winner. Steve, thanks so much for playing. Uh, be very careful standing on the side of Blanding Boulevard. Patrick, hang tight. We're going to hook you up with $50,000. Totally kidding. Awesome. No, totally You're getting a shirt. <laughs> but it's worth fifty grand if I don't sign it. 855-765-1045. All right, that was fun. We're gonna, okay, that was great. That's how you do it, though. You have a competition, and you come prepared, and you keep going, and you keep battling, and you keep fighting until you have one man or woman or child standing. That's just... That's just the America. Get it together, Scripps. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. We got some news. We got some traffic. We got some weather. We will be doing. Don't forget. I don't think we're not going to be doing uh, Fake News Friday. That's always a thing. And that's all on the way. So stay tuned to the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Am I the only person at the radio station who started writing barbecue jokes when I heard that pig in the hot car story? The evidence? What was that? The was I the only one? Like, were they trying to open a Sunny's barbecue or something? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But uh, no, we're glad that the pig's okay and uh, and that and that the uh, the couple was taken into custody. Welcome to Jacksonville. That's exciting. That's definitely. I mean. We're, you know, this is where the Florida man um, the image comes from. By the way, uh, Scott, one of our producers here who helps out during the show, uh, Googled it. And apparently each one of those eight winners for the script spelling bee received $50,000. Typically, it would be one child. But because they had eight winners and they didn't want any children left behind, they had to find an additional $350,000. Now, you tell me somebody's not getting fired from the Scripps National Spelling Bee. $50,000 turned into four hundred grand because they didn't show up with enough words? I just get that's just mind-blowing. If anyone here did something that cost this company $350,000, yeah, we love you. You do a great job, but you got to go. Here's the door. Give us your badge. Let's never talk again. I mean, that's a lot of... That's a plus. They all get trophies, and God knows how much those trophies cost. I guarantee they're not getting the five dollar trophies that I get for my kids' flag football team. These are probably these are probably like hand blown, you know, glass from from uh, from Italy. Who knows? But who knows? They're probably probably really tough to spell wherever wherever those trophies are from. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right. So I'm driving into work today again, and I'm listening to the station. And after I heard, basically, this is just a recap of the news from five o'clock this morning. <laughs> But I was driving into work and I heard Adam talk about the script spelling bee story. And then there was this other story that popped up about this city councilman, uh, John Crescimbeni. I think it doesn't matter. He filed a bill that would require, require, meaning you must have it, baby changing tables in new construction projects and existing buildings that undergo substantial renovations. This bill would require access for men and women. Meaning a changing table in the men's room, a changing table in the ladies room, a changing table in the other person's room, if there is one of those, or the family restroom. He says if parents can't find a diaper changing station, that, in my opinion, is a huge problem. 
there have been a lot of complaints from fathers, apparently, who've taken the baby out for the afternoon to meet a friend for a sandwich or something. And there's no changing table available in the in the men's room. If the restaurant does not have a baby changing station or if they do have one, rather, it's typically in the ladies room. So there's some dudes out there taking their babies out to, to hang with the guys for some beers in the afternoon, and they can't change their baby because the only changing table is in the ladies' room. So now this guy uh, on the city council wants to demand that everybody install one, which to me – and I was talking to the other Josh about it because he's got two kids. I have two kids. Mine are way older. But wait, it was only 10 years ago that my kids were in diapers. And 10 years ago, we were here in Jacksonville. We went out to eat. We went to – I don't remember – I don't remember ever – thinking to myself, man, I wish I had access to a changing table. I don't know if it's because I didn't change the baby. I just gave her gave her to my wife or gave him to my wife and she went and did it. I don't know if it's because we just did it in the car like most other people. You know, you pop the hatch. I do remember standing in the parking lot of the Avenues Mall and the St. John's Town Center. I do remember pulling over on the side of the road next to some dumpster at some, you know, at, at some corporation that I didn't work for, changing my baby and throwing the uh, the dirty diaper into their dumpster. And then driving away. But I just felt like as a father, that's what you do. You know, you have a baby, you have a car, you have an instant changing table. Apparently, that's not enough. Apparently now, uh, Councilman John Crescimbeni, I'm totally mispronouncing that, I know. Uh, it demands, is wants to have every new construction project and every renovated uh, building downtown and in the city of Jacksonville required to have a changing table in the men's room. 855-765-1045. Not surprisingly, we've already received some open mics on this. If I'm somewhere that doesn't have a changing table, I use all of their toilet paper to make a tiny bed. You're inconveniencing me, so I will inconvenience you. So this guy's like, yeah, I do like, uh, you know, I do like the baby Jesus. You know, I get all the changing table or all the toilet paper and I make a little bed on the countertop or whatever. I lay my baby there. And boom, he's all about it. He wants the changing table in the men's room. Anybody with an infant very rarely has an enjoyable evening when there's kids out there. Yeah, so he's saying just leave your baby at home or just stay stay home with your kid. Here we go again. Government trying to get in our lives. What would we have ever done? How did we ever survive without baby changing stations? And you know what? I do remember even at a truck stop once, my wife was always, she always had whether like some kind of towel or baby blanket or whatever. And we laid our baby down once on the ground at a truck stop on the, not on the ground, but on the, on the actual, you know, you lay down the blanket, you lay down the towel, whatever you have, you lay the baby on top, you change the diaper, and then you fold everything back up and you're on, and you're on your merry way. But I never even thought of maybe going into the truck stop, going into the men's room and expecting there to be a changing table there. Apparently, it's a big issue. Apparently, all these dudes having sandwiches with their buddies and their babies are all upset, and they're writing to their councilman to complain. Why do we need changing tables on every place we go now? Why, why is the government getting into that? We used to change our, our children in the back of a car if we were out and about. I don't know why the government's got to get into everything. I've even seen people, like, throw their baby down on the hood of the car, which you don't want to do today because it's, like, 100 degrees outside, but I've seen that. You know, you just, it's a flat surface. It's relatively clean. And if you've had the engine on, it's going to keep your baby warm. I'm pretty sure the reason those restaurants don't have changing tables is because they really don't want your kids in the restaurant. Ah, see, there's something. If you make it inconvenient for parents with small children to eat at your establishment, if they show up and there's no changing table in the restroom and then they're deciding the next week to go out to dinner again, maybe one of them will say, you know what, I don't want to go there with the baby because there's no changing table in the restroom. And that is the entire point. 
That's a genius thought. Maybe the restaurants being businesses in a free capitalistic society can offer things to their clients or not offer things to their clients based on the kind of clientele they want to do business with. Now, all of a sudden, if you start forcing everyone to have a changing table, you're forcing everyone to welcome families with screaming babies. And not everyone wants to go out to eat and be surrounded by a bunch of screaming babies. 855-765-1045 is the number. Who sanitizes those baby changing tables in between uses? Who knows what that kid that got put on their last head? That's almost child abuse using them things. Yep. <laughs> Now, damned if you do, damned if you don't. In fact, our boss said the same thing. He's like, I would never, even if there was a changing table, I would never put my kid on them. I love them too much to expose them to that. And it's true. I Sometimes I walk into a men's room and I go, oh, hell no, I ain't using this. And I'm a grown man. And I know how to, like, hover above, you know, that kind of thing. But, but you know, it's it's interesting. If there's an establishment that doesn't have changing tables, maybe they just don't want babies. Does Hooters Come equipped with changing tables in the men's room? And if so, are there men bringing their infant children to Hooters? The wackos, do they have changing tables in the men's room? I mean, maybe there's some establishments and businesses and things that just don't need or want that kind of clientele. And so they don't make a, they don't make the, you know, they don't don't make coordinations or they don't coordinate any kind of changing um, facility for for parents. 855-765-1045. Is the number 855-765-1045 is the number. We had a couple guys already saying, yeah, we need this because I'm a dude. I take my baby out, and when I go to the bathroom to change him, there ain't nothing. And then some other people are calling in saying, this is ridiculous. We don't need to We don't need to force restaurants and, and hotels and all these other organizations to, to put a changing table in the bathroom. I mean, you're already forcing them to have bathrooms. Isn't that enough? 855-765-1045. Quick break. I want to get some of your phone calls on this, too. You can hit us up at star star 1045 or leave us an open mic message, too. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045. Rory wrote on my Facebook page, if restaurants are forced to have changing tables in all restrooms, will they next be required by law to have high hairs? Which I hope not, because I don't have any hair. I wouldn't be able to eat anywhere. I think he meant chairs. Also, what about lactation rooms? Yelp already has added both of those questions to their standard review questions. I have a question about lactation rooms. Would they need them for both the men's room and the ladies' room? Or would it just be for, for the ladies' room? 855-765-1045. Brian in St. John's County. How you doing, Brian? Hey, doing great. Doing great. This thing sounds pretty absurd to me. It seems absurd I mean, are they going to require these things in, in bars? I mean, what are they going to do if you have a bar? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading through here, and I haven't read the actual bill. I've just read the story on uh, on WOKV.com, but it says if the bill passes, starting October 1st, the rules would apply to new construction or any renovation of more than 50% of a building if the building restrooms are accessible to the public. This includes theaters, sports arenas and stadiums, convention centers, exhibition halls, public libraries, passenger terminals, Permanently located amusement parks, most restaurants with a seating capacity of at least 50 people, shopping centers and malls, retail stores larger than 5,000 square feet. The changing tables would need to be accessible equally to men and women on each floor. 
that has a bathroom. So it doesn't say anything about bars. It doesn't say anything about strip clubs. It doesn't say anything about like Hooters or or Tilted Kilt or Twin Peaks or whatever male-themed adult-style restaurant uh, you're talking about. It doesn't say if, if you have a clientele that typically is is under a certain age or if there's a certain amount of alcohol required. It just says restaurants uh, with a seating capacity of at least 50 people. So it's in. We're going to have to see. Mike from Jacksonville. How are you, Mike? Just fine, just fine. Oh, good. What, what we, do you think about this whole thing? Well, the changing tables is a misplaced priority. What we really need in Jacksonville is properly maintained public toilets because you can't find one if you're downtown for any kind of purpose for the reason to go. I see what you're saying. So you, you're wandering around downtown, you're chugging beers after the game, you got to go somewhere, and there's no public restrooms. Uh, that could be an issue. Also, you know what? If you just here's a here's a way to fix the problem downtown, especially just make more accessible parking spots. And then you can just take your baby out to the car and change them like the rest of us who live in the suburbs do. That's you know, that's, I run out to the car, change the baby, run right back in. There's no problem. Uh, Steve in Mandarin. How are you, Steve? Good, good. The uh, my question is, first of all, his name is Presembly. Oh, is that second it? Second of all. Yeah. Presembly. Second of all. Presembly. Uh, yeah. Uh, second of all. I think Jacksonville has much bigger issues to worry about than changing tables. Yeah. And if he's got that, that kind of time to worry about changing tables, he's got too much time on his hands. Yeah, you, you think that maybe, you know, with all the other restoration going on downtown, with the landing about to be demolished and us still not having a clear path forward as to what's going to go there, with the high crime rates in Jacksonville, with with us, you know, uh, needing all sorts of updates to the to the uh, to the shipyards area. I mean, you're you're right. There's definitely probably more things we need to worry about than where are we going to change our babies. But he's look. In his defense, he says, and again, you take it for what it's worth. I've, I haven't seen them myself, but he says he is hearing complaints. He says he's getting complaints. Parents are coming up to him, particularly fathers who have the, and this is a quote from him, who have the baby for the afternoon and maybe they meet a friend for a sandwich or something. And there's nothing available in the men's room. If the restaurant does not have a baby changing station, it's in the women's room. Or if they have one, it's in the women's room. I'm going to be honest with you. I can count on one hand. The amount of times my wife let me take one of our children out of the house when they were a child by myself. I can count on one hand the number of times my wife was like, why don't you go out with the baby alone? I totally trust the two of you together. I don't think that I mean, that maybe happened once, maybe twice, maybe twice. Otherwise, I just stayed home with the baby and let her go out somewhere. 855-765-1045. Dave on the north side. How are you, Dave? Hey, several things, man. I got, I got so many. Maybe the dads or care, you know, the guys are carrying their babies to Hooters or or Wacko's. Maybe the baby's thirsty. <laughs> I see. Hey, thank you. Oh yeah, there was more. Right, you had several they things. Need to, they need to stay out of it. I mean, if the market says we're losing customers or we want to make more money, we'll put them in. Yeah, but don't put them. You know. No, and I think that's true. I think that's a great point. That's a great point. Thanks so much for calling, too. I think that, again, if you want to keep this a free society, if you want capitalism to run its course, then you, you let the consumers decide. And if there's a bunch of, if there's a bunch of baby daddies out there going to grab a sandwich with some other baby daddies, they need to look ahead of time and say, Hey, can I change my baby if he has a butt explosion while I'm at this restaurant or is there nothing accessible to me? And if there's not, 
you don't go there. And if that restaurant starts to feel the heat and if that restaurant has a sales meeting or they look at their figures and they sit down, and they go, God, we're all of our all of our all of our baby daddy lunch business is just going down the toilet. Where where did all the baby daddies go? And then someone goes, uh, you know, I heard a couple of customers complaining that there was no changing table in the men's room. Maybe if we had a changing table in there, the baby daddies would come back. And then they say, great idea. They go into their, their petty cash. They spend whatever money they need. They put it in there. They could then even advertise. They could change the name of the restaurant to Baby Daddy's featuring changing tables in every men's room. And then all the Baby Daddies meeting their friends for sandwiches in the middle of the day would bring their babies back to Baby Daddy's. That's how capitalism works. 855-765-1045, forcing every single establishment to cater to every single kind of customer. Well, that's I don't want to use the S word. Uh, socialism is one, not the not the one that the FCC doesn't like. But I'm just saying, it's it's close. John from Orange Park, how are you? Hey, good morning. Uh, I just want to say about parents being accountable. Yeah. When I was doing when my kids were young, we had portable changing pads that you could take with you. They were trifold or quadfold, right? And you just take it, put it on top of the stroller. So uh, it doesn't have to be an establishment to provide those services. You be the parent. Yeah, and even my wife has a Colorado, and before you turn the truck off, it says check the back seat. Um, there's no need for that. You're a parent. Look back at yourself. Oh yeah. So I just want to say the accountability should be going to parent. Yeah, no, you're right. And I read something. You're right about that with the car sensors. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. There was some new bill, or some politician was talking about forcing every single car manufacturer going forward to have a check for your baby light or a check for your baby signal. When you got out of the car so that you don't leave your kid in the back of the car, which, again, goes to the whole point. I understand, yes, they want to keep kids safe. They don't want kids dying in the heat. Yes, you want to make sure that your babies aren't, uh, you know, have smelly butts all day because there's no place for them to change. But at the same time, you're the parent. You decided to have the kid or maybe you didn't decide to have the kid, but you got it now anyway. It's your responsibility. You know, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. 855-765-1045. I won't even tell you. Adam Kirk told me something this morning about changing babies in public. I'll, maybe we'll have him hang out over the news break and uh, we'll have him tell his story because you ain't going to. I didn't believe it. I still don't believe it. But he's a news guy, so you kind of have to trust him. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show. More of your phone calls and open mics coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Marte Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, first of all, I don't. I, this wasn't one of the three bigs, but it's important. It's Friday. Also, we have uh, a lot of open mics coming in about this councilman who wants to force restaurants and venues and sports venues and stores and every pretty much any new construction project that's open to the public and has public restrooms would be required to have changing tables in both the women's room and the men's room so that it's more accessible for people to change their babies. You could always do what my wife does and just change it right at the table. Makes for a great atmosphere. Now, I would think that that was disgusting, except that on the way to work today, I heard Adam Kirk tell a story. Adam Kirk, are you there? Yes, I am. Tell everyone what you said this morning on the radio, which made me almost drive off the road. So I was eating at a wing establishment, okay. let's put it that way. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And uh, I, at first, I didn't know what I was seeing. I look over, <laughs> and, I, and I said, 
Is that woman... What did she order? What, is that woman changing a baby in the table? And she... Right in the middle of the table. Like on the table, the on food the, table. Yes, the, the where people eat. Yeah. And full on. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to get too graphic here, but this no, was yeah, a no. full on diaper change. Right. Okay? Yeah, we, get what you, we get your meaning. So right. what did you do? Well, first I took a picture. I I took a picture with my I, I did that kind of side eye thing where yeah, I like put my phone up and just click like the down button on the so I could prove it because no one would ever believe me, right? And then I went over to her and I said I, and I tried to be really nice about it and kind of like laugh it off. I was yeah. like, I don't know that that's sanitary, lady. And she she says, Well, there ain't no changing table in the bathroom. Wow. And I said, Whoa. Yeah. So okay. that was okay. Maybe she was just so she was like a social warrior too, not yeah. just a. Not just a uh, a mom on a mission. Well, that's me. Wow. So that's, she says, I'm going to do it right here in the middle of the restaurant. And nobody, care. like the management or anything, didn't come over and nobody say, that's really? I was the only one who said anything. I wow. think people are too polite. But That's, yeah, way too polite. That's, wow, that is amazing. That is crazy. Was she eating? Did she have her food already? Or was uh, this? There were plates on the, yeah, I think this was actually after they were done eating. So, uh-huh. like, they were getting ready to go. And she said, oh, better change the kid. <laughs> Shove the extra wings out of the way. <laughs> wow. All right, Adam, thanks so much for yeah. that. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, uh, send me that picture, too. 855-765-1045. Should we be forced to, or should we force all new establishments to put in changing tables in the men's and the ladies' room? This is John in Mandarin. How you doing, John? Not bad. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say about this whole thing? Yeah, first I want to say I love your show. I listen every day. Oh, I appreciate um, that. But, uh, the restaurants wouldn't even need to put in changing tables if... Uh, if people would just buy the Pampers marked uh, 12 to 15 pounds, uh, just just fill her up and uh, wait till you get home. How, how's that sound? I mean, but, well, that's, but see, that's an added expense for the parents. That's and they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to. You need to be, you need to buy a changing table because I'm not going to spend four extra dollars on uh, on 15 pound. I didn't know they had like 15 pound diaper. Do they have different weight limits? Like you could you could fill it up to 15 pounds before you have to change it. A, there's all this new stuff they didn't have when my kids were young. Gary, heading down to Daytona Beach. How you doing, Gary? Yes, sir. I'm doing fine. And I was thinking that this is more of a convenience than it is a necessity. And I'm, I'm questioning whether or not government should be legalizing, you know, through legal means forcing people to do something that's a mere convenience. Yeah. When you consider the cost, when you consider the cost, and I don't know what one of those changing tables does cost but when you consider that and multiply times the number of bathrooms that's an enormous expense yeah just for a convenience well and i think that it's just one per shape per room so it's not would not not like every stall has to have the changing table although i don't know i don't know hey dave and mandarin if you're uh, watching on twitch do me a favor find out how much one of these changing tables costs installed in a men's room please and we can do the math but it is definitely, and you know what's going to happen is they're going to chart, they're going to pass that on to the consumer. If I have a bar and I'm opening a restaurant, it's going to cost me a hundred grand to do the renovations. And then all of a sudden someone comes around and says, Hey, you need to spend an additional five grand putting these changing tables in all the bathrooms or whatever. Then I'm just going to add, you know, I'm going to up my prices. The consumer is going to end up paying for it one way or the other. Uh, 855-765-1045. Vicky on the South side. How are you, Vicky? I'm well. How are you? Great. This is the first female weighing in on this topic, which uh, well, I'm which loving. Is... I'm loving all the men's solutions to this problem. It's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think? What do you, What do you think is the deal? Should we force all these well, new establishments to put in changing tables? I think a lot of people have. A lot of places have family restrooms mm-hmm, where you yeah. can do that. 
but I don't know why, if not, why these men that are out with their children wouldn't just identify as a woman go on into the ladies room. Oh, look at that, man. That's exactly right. You could say, hey, I'm identifying as a mom today. Go into the right. ladies room. Yeah. It wouldn't require anything. You'd have to make sure, though, that there was a changing table in the ladies room. Otherwise, you're just a pervert with a baby. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's a great yeah. point, though. Hey, they, <laughs> hey, I'm identifying as a mom. We, you know, I, we stop at Cracker Barrel whenever we travel. Like our go-to rest stop is Cracker Barrel because it's nice, it's fun. They have changing tables, and they're not the flip-down kind. They're actually built in because that's the other thing. These flip-down changing tables, they are not the most secure, in my humble opinion. They're a little wobbly. Anything that's attached to the back of a door, you don't know who's putting them in. You don't know if they're licensed. You don't know if they're idiots. You don't know if they use the right kind of anchoring system to anchor to the wall. So I never would trust one of the flip-down ones. But if it's a built-in, like the Cracker Barrel has a really nice built-in, it's like a ledge almost, that I know or I feel would be secure. Uh, but again, I don't know that everyone's going to be able to afford to do that. Hey, Chris, in Atlantic Beach, how are you, Chris? Super. Love your show. Uh, I think Vicky just stole my thunder. We've been told that, uh, you know, we're, we can use any restroom or, or changing area that we associate with our gender. So yeah. you can go there. One of the biggest problems, I think, is some of these uh, places, they put funny names on their restrooms doors. Like there's a uh, Australian steakhouse that has blokes and Sheila's. Yeah. And I remember when my daughter was old enough to go to the bathroom unsupervised, yeah. she came back and said, Dad, my name's not Sheila, and I don't know what a bloke is. Yeah. It almost went there. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I almost had an accident. But, uh, I think hey, the, love your show. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, Chris. The first time I took my kids to Joe's Crab Shack, my son stood outside the bathroom going, am I a gull or a buoy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're a buoy, son. You're a buoy. 855-765-1045. Christina from the North Side, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you today? Oh, great, Christina. What do you want to say? First, I want to say that um, I wanted to go about the um, what you're saying about the car manufacturers. Oh, yeah. The car manufacturers. Right. Like baby things. I think that's ridiculous expense when every app out there, you can set up an app on your phone that can tell you. Waze right now does it, a navigation app. It'll tell you, is the baby in the backseat every time you stop your car? Oh, they will? Yes, it certainly will. You can sign up for that. So oh, there's no know. reason to add that added expense. None about the changing tables. What's wrong with the backseat of your car? Yeah. I mean, right? I, that's what that's the backseat of the car. If you have an SUV, which I think most people nowadays have, you pop the yeah. hatch and you lay it down exactly. right there. It, it just and seems you're done. Like, it just seems like it's not something we need to force. If you really need to change your baby, I mean, let's face it, people have been changing babies for centuries without without city mandated changing tables in the restrooms, and we've all managed to grow up okay. You know, I didn't have we didn't have that many accidents. Uh, David from Hodges, how are you, David? Hey, how's it going? So here's the thing. Up until about three years ago, I would have sided with most people that you have on there saying about the huge expense and everything. But tell you what, now that I have two babies, <laughs> I go into a Walgreens and there's no baby changing table at Walgreens. I have to change them on the backseat of a toilet. Come on, that's not the. And the thing about the backseat is that if I have two chairs back there, baby car, baby chairs, what, you know, what room do I have to change them in? Put them in the so front seat. Use the pad, use the, I mean, the driver's side is, you know, you put it in the driver's seat. Your baby's going to fit in there. You change them, that kind of thing. That's true. You know how babies love to cooperate, though, when you're changing cables. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Changing, all, of sudden, uh, changing diapers, yeah. all, all of a sudden, the baby kicks the parking brake out and you're all rolling down the hill. Look, I agree with you there. I see. I understand the whole, I didn't think it was an issue until I had kids. That's how a lot of people feel. But really, I mean, like you, what you just described, every single parent has been in that situation. 
every single parent has been in that situation. And all we've most of us come out unscathed. We got to take a quick break. But uh, Felice is on the line and she is apparently furious about something. I'm not sure if it's something I said or if it's about the changing tables in general. But Felice, hang tight. Bill, Nathan, Claudia, everybody else, hang tight. Wait, quick break. We'll be right back. More of the Marque Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Nowadays, gender roles aren't so established where it's only the women taking the care of the children. It's now the men and the women taking care of their children together. It's a much more equal kind of way. So why shouldn't we have more baby changing tables? Yeah, no, I get all that, too. Like, you can equally take care of the kids, but you don't have to equally split the duties. Like, for example, when we were out with my kids and my son said, I have to go to the bathroom, I wouldn't even question. I'd just jump up and take him. And if it was my daughter saying, I have to go to the bathroom, my wife would jump up and take her. And when they were babies, if one of them needed to be changed, it would just it was automatically my wife just instinctually, I guess, knew that the changing table was most likely in the women's room. So she went there. Not to say that we didn't split our duties equally. And I don't mean duty in the way, you know, not not like duty, but, you know, duty. Hey, never mind. 855-765-1045. This is all about this councilman who wants to now force every single establishment in Jacksonville, every new construction, every 50 percent or more renovation, whether it's a restaurant, sports venue, athletic place, uh, what a concert hall, whether it's a bar, any kind of retail outlet more than 5,000 feet in square, um, in, you know, in, uh, square feet, then they're going to be required if they have public restrooms. Publicly accessible restrooms to have changing tables in both. This is Felice from Bay Meadows. Felice, thank you for calling. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> I love your show. Thank you for letting me speak. I am. I'm not mad at you, but I'm furious at the idea of legislating that thing. Yeah. To me, it seems ridiculous. In the United States of America, I am an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur, and most of my friends are entrepreneurs for more than 40 years. And I've had a lot of birthdays, but I'm young and smart. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> and so what I know and what I've learned is people in the United States and in Jacksonville, Florida, get to vote with their feet in their wallet so if there's a restaurant that i with family or without family that i like because of whatever good things they do i'm going to go back and tell my friend if i don't like it because of what's not available i'm going to go somewhere else so why can't it be a competitive environment and we don't need to legislate that stuff mommies and daddies know how to take care of their kids the the the, the, the supermarket and the the sports venue doesn't owe it to them in my opinion. Thank you. Felice, thank you so much. We really appreciate that call, and that was a great point. And from the entrepreneurial standpoint, which I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, I know we have a lot of small business owners, and I know we have a lot of people that started their own, you know, construction companies, and they open up stores, or they work online, too, and they're, you know, they're fighting, and they're doing their own thing. They understand about customer service, and they understand that, you know, yeah, maybe you're trying to attract a certain customer. Maybe you're trying to repel a certain customer. Maybe you can figure out that your customers need and want and desire something. And if you give it to them, you'll get more of their business. And on the flip side, maybe you're like, God, how do I keep these people from stopping coming to my establishment? Maybe if I rip out all the changing tables, it'll be more of an adult only environment, which is the customer and the clientele that I'm catering to, which is all part of the entrepreneurial process. You know, for those of you that know about the other radio station that I work at in the morning, I get complaints all the time. People are like, oh, you know, I can't listen to that show with my kids in the car because the music isn't appropriate. 
And I look at him and I go, you're right. You really shouldn't. You should probably listen to something else. Because, you know, that's not we're catering to a different kind of play. People call this show all the time and they say you're doing a disservice to your audience. And I go, how so? And they go, well, you're only talking about, you know, how great the Republicans are and how horrible the Democrats are. And I go, I'm pretty familiar with the audience, and I think that I'm servicing them pretty well in that aspect. But we do also talk, I mean, if you want to call in, it's an 800 number. You can call in and talk about whatever you want on Wednesdays. Every other day, you know, like Rush says, every other day, we do it opposite. We do it on Fridays. You have to talk about what we want to talk about. On Wednesdays, we open it up uh, for your calls. 855-765-1045. Bill has been waiting very patiently in Hastings. Bill, how are you? Hi. Um, thanks for uh, for letting me on the air. I disagree with you and police. I think it's a good idea to mandate the uh, the changing tables. We should also require them to be retrofitted in existing businesses. Um, every stall should be required to have a working latch and a coat hook on it. And in my opinion, there should be at least two stalls in every men's room. And every business should be prohibited from not letting people use the washroom unless you're a customer. Should not be so you okay? Well, you Bill, let me just say you put a lot of thought into into bathrooms. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> so so you think that it's a good idea to have a changing table, also locks and hooks, also a minimum of two stalls, and that anyone who's a, a customer should be allowed to use the bathroom, but the restaurant should be able to turn away people who aren't customers. No, no, except for the last part. They should not be allowed to turn away anyone, whether or not they are a customer. Really? They should be required to let everyone use the bathroom, or else they're going to be like Borat in that movie, uh, you know, that, that Borat. Yeah. Film. No, I got you. I remember that. That was a funny movie. Uh, should the manager like have to come in and help you wash your hands too, or wipe for you? I mean, where do we sit? Like, why? Why are we? Why are we doing all this? Well, we also should have. Uh, also, they should have a working soap dispenser, which is not empty of soap. And they should have uh, some way of drying your hands also. God, all right, Bill. Hey, thanks so much. <laughs> see, see, it's not just conservatives who listen to this show. We get the Democrat, we get the socialists too. <laughs> Here's what I want. I want a mint on the toilet seat when I walk in. And when I walk out, I want someone to do a unwrap it and stick it in my mouth for me. 855-765-104. I don't understand. Why would you let somebody who's not a, a customer use your bathroom? Come on. That should be your call. It's your property after all. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got more of your phone calls, more of your open mic messages coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Y'all got to get more pay, more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love you, show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, I have apologize to Leslie and everyone else who's watching online or listening in who's wondering when we're going to start talking about Donald Trump and Bob Mueller. Uh, Leslie said, said no Trump today. Sad face. He hasn't weighed in on the changing table issue yet. But as soon as he does, uh, don't worry, Will, if he tweets about it or if he calls a press conference on the White House lawn, we will get you his information and we'll figure out where he stands on this new uh, referendum or this new measure by Councilman, uh, what's his name? I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. Who's saying now every new construction project in Jacksonville must have, must have a changing table in the men's room and the ladies room because, you know, that's how we roll. 855-765-1045. All right, Claudia is waiting on the line and she wants to talk about changing tables and Iran.
Hi, Claudia. How are you? Hello. Hi. I'm well. How are you? I love talking to you. I call all the time. I have opinions about everything. Oh, well, we okay. love, we love, oh, yeah, I'll shut up. You talk. Okay. Bill had a good point. I'm assuming he only uses men's rooms because my husband complains all the time is there's only one stall and there's never any toilet paper. Right. So assuming that that's what he uses, he's correct in that aspect. However, my kids are in their 40s. We survived. We survived with no changing tables. We managed to get through. Yeah. And it seems to me that the constituent that introduced this idea to this legislator, all right, was probably a millennium. And they are pampered and petty. Get over it. Freaking take care of your kids. We all did it. But the reason that I'm calling today is oh, yeah. I heard I heard that John Kerry was in Iran talking to the, the, the higher-ups about don't worry about this embargo and the tariffs and everything else. Just wait till 2020 when we get a Democrat in office and we'll talk then. Now, isn't that treason? Is that, that wow, that, look at that. That is, uh, I don't know if it's treason, but it's definitely a load of what you would find in a baby's diaper, that's for sure. I, I, yes, yes, and nobody seems to be talking about it. I heard it in passing. I listened to One America News. I am a Republican, and nobody has spoken about this. And I think that he's just a citizen. I mean, he's not an elected official anymore. He's just a citizen. He should be arrested like the rest of them and held for treason. Well, listen, uh... Yeah, Claudia, that's a great point. And you know what? There has been that that came out a couple about a month ago or something. Oh, I don't know what that was. About a month ago, uh, there was a big thing about John Kerry doing some shadow diplomacy in Iran and and holding talks with some of the Iranian leaders. And, you know, it's very similar when you look at Joe Biden talking to foreign uh, leaders about being president and all these phone calls he's taking from Theresa May, who said, I wish you were president. And then, of course, now he's going to have to call Theresa May and say, I wish you were prime minister. <laughs> but, you know, you've got you've got well, you know, that's a great point. Well, let's get into that next week, because I think you're going to see more and more of that as we get closer and closer to the election. If the Democrats think they have a chance, they're going to start planting seeds. They're going to start talking to these world leaders. And uh, and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, revisit that next week. First, though, let's talk more about poopy diapers. Quentin from Mandarin. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great, Quentin. Uh, what do you want to say about this whole thing? Well, first of all, I want to tell you that that the guy's name is John Crescent Benny. Yeah. And I know him. I know him well. Okay. Um, he has been a liberal for ages, and no. uh, I think he. <laughs> you don't say. He, he's and he's trying to uh, find some kind of signature legislation that he can say that was my crowning achievement that I got I got changing tables in all the bathrooms. I'm a single dad. Yeah. And I've been a single dad since my daughter was nine months old. And, you know, yes, there are a lot of single dads out there. We, you know, we have to have, I mean, I had to walk her to the men's room whenever she was, or carry her to the men's room whenever she needed to go to the bathroom, you know. And so I, I sympathize with the guys. But there's no way there's no way it needs to be legislated. That's yeah. just a typical a typical liberal socialist trying to mandate everything. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate it. And it's not easy being a single dad. But like, you know, like we talked about earlier, there are places that cater to dads who have to change babies. And, and you know, that it's part of the whole it's part of the whole capitalist society. If there's a need, some entrepreneur is going to come along and fill it. 
if there's a need for restaurants where dads can go and hang out and talk about sport, like a sports bar, you know, and then they can have a beer. And it's one of those it's one of those just, you know, uh, like the kind of place like where you just go and I don't know, everybody knows your name. And if there's a bunch of dudes out there bringing their babies, then, yes, somebody's going to put in changing tables in the uh, in the men's room so that the men will won't have to go out to their cars or leave or go somebody somewhere else. Uh, but if not, if there's no need for that, then no one's going to try to fill it. 855-765-1045. Jim is in Neptune Beach. Hey, Jim, how are you? Jim, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, good. Are you sure? <laughs> it took a while to get back on this stupid smartphone. I'm a oh. senior citizen. I like that you call <laughs> it a stupid smartphone. <laughs> that's good. It's like jumbo shrimp or military intelligent. Stupid smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you want? The thing is I want to talk about. Yeah. When I go to the bathroom and I stop at a restaurant or a gas station or whatever, if the men's room is uh, locked up and somebody's using it and the ladies' room is open, I sure in the heck go into the ladies' room, lift up the seat, do what I got to do, and then I flush, put down the seat, and I leave. Okay. Nothing. And, and if there's a changing station in there and I happen to have a little baby, sure, I'll use it. The other thing is... You just happen I, to have a baby on you. <laughs> well, I'm a little old to have yeah, a baby. No, I know. Yeah, but if you happen to find yourself in the position where you have a baby and the baby needs changing, you'll change them on the on the changing table. I get it. Well, I'll use the ladies' room to change them. Yeah. The other thing is I have seen people go on Help Me looking for uh, these uh, disposable diapers. Uh, and I see lots of stuff on, on di different media, people trying to find disposable diapers. Please help me. Please, 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 please. When I was young, my mother had cloth diapers, and she washed them out and reused them. Yeah. That's what I was born with. We did I'm, I'm going to stop you there. I can get behind I can get behind no changing tables, but if you're going to try to bring back cloth diapers, we're definitely going to do we're going to we're going to have a disagreement there. We're gonna, <laughs> there's no green deal. I don't care if the earth is gone in 12 years, we need disposable diapers or a thing. 855-765-1045. Lawrence, how are you, Lawrence? Hey, good morning, Mark. I'm doing well. Are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Lawrence? So, so here's the, here's what I see. Is it's another government infringement on liberty? If I don't borrow money from the government or from an FDLE-insured bank, right, then the government should have no say-so on how I serve my customers. That's my business, my customer's business. If you don't want to come to my place to eat because I don't have changing tables, so be it. But yeah. don't force me. I mean, I mean that's, we're, we're right at that point of a gun telling everybody what they have to do. So All a little right. bit extreme, I guess, but that's, you know, that's the way I see Also, you know, smoking. I would, yeah, it, it's, it, if I want to allow, if it's my restaurant and I want to allow people to smoke, then and the other people don't want to come in there while there's smoke, just don't come in. Yeah. Right? All right, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, they, they thank you. That's why cigar bars are so popular with guys because their wives don't want to go want to go in there. <laughs> That's what you you ever go to Aromas at three in the afternoon on a Friday? It's packed with dudes whose wives will don't want to go near the place. It's awesome.
Might have to swing by there later. 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break. All right, we've had just enough time for Fake News Friday. I wish we could talk about changing tables and bathrooms and poopy diapers all night long. But, unfortunately, we got to get back to business. Fake News Friday. If you want to win a Marquee Show prize pack, get on the horn right now. Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. We'll play next on News 104.5 WOKV. Okay, show. My name is Mark Kay. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it, by the way. So we're getting ready to play Fake News Friday, and I keep score all, all on my own here. I usually get like a sheet of uh, I get a sheet of scrap paper, and I write down whoever's name's playing, and, uh, and I take a pen, and that way when somebody gets a question right, I can mark a point. When somebody gets a question wrong, well, I don't do anything, and then at the end, I can tally it up quickly. So I needed some scrap paper, and I turned to the other Josh, and I go, hey, Josh, I need, the, uh, I need a sheet of scrap paper, and he handed me a page of the Mueller report. <laughs> So the Mueller report is now, yeah, we have 442 pages of, well, 441 now of scrap. The, the Mueller report has been reduced to uh, scrap paper so we can play some games. So, As seen in Congress. Why don't we play some games, shall we? Let's, uh, here's Don from Arlington. Don, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great, Don. Are you ready to play some fake uh, news Friday? I'm ready. Oh, good. You're going to be playing against Jim today. Jim, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm swell. How are you? Good, Jim. You're also from Arlington. Do you guys know each other? <laughs> no, I don't yeah, think so. I'm just no. working out here. Oh, you just work? Oh, he's like, no, I don't. I'm not from. I just work here. Uh, all right. <laughs> Here's what happens, fellas. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going to give you a headline. And it's either going to be a real news headline or a fake news headline. You have to tell us which one it is. If you're right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game uh, wins a Mark K Show News 104.5 WOKV prize pack. You guys got it? All right, here we go. Yeah, you are fake news. Let's play. We're going to start uh, We're gonna start with you, Don. Here's your headline. Owners of a Noah's Ark replica in Kentucky sued their insurance company over rain damage. That sounds like real news. Owners of a Noah's Ark replica in Kentucky sued their insurance company over rain damage. That is... Real news. Congratulations. They listed it. <laughs> they listed it in the court report as an act of God, which is like, yeah, no, no, no kidding. Uh, very good. You're on the board with a point. All right, uh, Jim, here we go. Here's your first headline. Are you ready? All right. Listen carefully. Joe Biden vows if he's elected president, he will launch a NASA mission to explore your personal space. Is that real news or fake news? That's a tough one. I'm going to go with fake. You are fake news. That is correct. That is correct. Space Force. It's not going to do that. Nicely done. (laughs) Gentlemen, you're tied up one-to-one. We go back to you, Don. Here is your next headline. Listen carefully and tell us if it's real or fake news. Church ushers rough up a first-time visitor who tried to escape without filling out his connection card. Is that real news or is that fake news? I would love to say that that's fake, but that may be real. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. I'm sorry, that is fake news. Oh, that fake news. Yeah, that was a tricky one because I could go either way depending on the parish. Uh, all right, that's okay. It's still, still anyone's game. Jim, are you ready for your next headline? I am. All right, listen carefully. A bar owner claims that health-conscious customers who order water are ruining her business. Is that real news or is that fake news? I want to go with real. Yeah, that is real news. 
That is absolutely real. You know what? Can't drink water at a bar. Come on. Nobody wants to. Yeah, that's horrible. Unless you're the DD. Well, in which case, you should still order like a soda or something just to. to anyway, good job. All right. So, Jim, you got two. Don, you have one. Don, we go back to you. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Listen carefully. Here we go. A panel job it was to make cities disabled friendly invited wheelchair bound activists to meeting but forgot to install a ramp for him is that real news or is that fake news that is real news that is your government dollars at work Congratulations. You are fake news. yeah nicely done all right we are all tied up here we go you need this one to win jim are you ready Yes, sir. All right, you got to get this one right for a, for a, for a shot at the win here. Uh, listen carefully and tell me if this headline is real or fake news. Before elected to Congress, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez appeared on The Price is Right, but lost because she guessed everything was free. Is that real news or fake news? That would be fake news. That is correct. Oh, that fake news. Nicely done. Congratulations. You're our big winner today. Hang tight. We're going to hook you up, Don. Thanks so much for playing. Thanks so much for listening. Everyone else, have a great weekend. Uh, programming note, I will not be here Monday. I will. I, oh, the other Josh just freaked out. Like, what? Nobody told me. Uh, but we will be back with a live Marque show on Tuesday of next week. In the meantime, stay tuned because we've got the news. We've got Rush Limbaugh. We've got traffic weather. We've got to have a great weekend. And I'll see you on Tuesday at 10 a.m. right here on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.